Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Good day, scholars, and welcome to the Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast, episode 121, I believe. Yeah, I think 120, last week, the prediction episode. Anyway, I am your host, JCH, this week for episode 121. I'm confirming that's correct. I'm sure I'll be loudly klaxoned if I'm incorrect there. So, obviously, WSBF, UN on the Twitter, or the X, at Wrestling Should Be on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. You can follow all our channels, review, rate, subscribe, the Holy Tribe colon. Is that what Dom calls it? Yeah, all these various plugs to getting in at the start just before you all get into the episode. To make it slightly different today, we've done episodes like this in the past where we take the time to get to meet the members of the Wrestling Should Be Fun family. I know uh, one of the most talked about episodes, one of the, a lot of our favourite episodes involved Shafi and Ross doing the Meet the Sultan episode. So if we can get half as uh, many likes on this one, we'll be very pleased. So without further ado, let's get on with introducing my guest. Close personal friend of mine, a member of the Wrestling Should Be Fun community, making, I believe, podcast debut is Shadow, Michael John Aldridge. Shad, how you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. It is your debut? Yeah, it is a debut. Not done a shot mastermind? Never done anything, now. Awesome. Never, never been asked a few times, but the first one I've ever been on. Brilliant. Well, I'm sure it'll be great, just like hanging out, having a chat talking about some wrestling uh so yeah we're going to go back to one of these uh one of our long form interview type episodes where we get to know the people behind wrestling should be fun and today that is shads shads tell me a little bit about where your wrestling journey began probably like most people as a, as a kid i started watching wrestling back in the day old tapes um watching likes of hulk hogan ultimate warrior Undertaker. Mostly watch it through as a kid, through my teenage years. Then, as drinking got in the way, going out, sort of uh, lost track for a few years, then came back into it about maybe 2015. So, those early days on the tapes, is that the sort of like the old Coliseum VHSs from like Blockbuster or whatever? Or did you have a few like lying around the house? Uh, is your brother involved with yeah, them as well? Uh, brother liked it. Brother Andrew used to like it as well. Used to lend a few for my mates at school. You used to go up a video shop. I think you could used to rent them out for maybe a couple of quid, two or three pounds. Just got the tapes. I remember a few classics was uh, WrestleMania 6, uh, Ultimate Challenge, Hogan versus Warrior. But 89 as well, I think Survivor Series maybe. It was Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior. I was a massive Warrior fan. Used to love a lot of the face paint and that. Just yeah. A huge, huge fan. Um, had all the... Is it Hasbro? Hasbro, I yeah, the figures. figures. Yeah. Still got a few now. Got a model shop by me. Still adding occasionally co- uh, collection. What, what have you rallied recently? Nasty Boys. Got them. What else have I added? Uh, Kamala. Yeah. Kamala, uh, James Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I've got, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. So I've got, got a few of them. There's ones that run about sort of like eight to twelve pound mark, the normal ones. But then you've got the, you know, dusty rolls, a few of the ones, what like the fifty, sixty pound ones, sort of thing. But yeah, I've got about, I think about twenty, twenty five of them. Nice. Yeah, watching as a kid. So 
your wrestling fandom predates mine as uh, those events are, are long before before my time. So was there a time you started watching it on TV at all or like um, or sort of catching up with current stuff that was going on at the time? I would say Attitude Era sort of thing. But wrestling for me as a kid, like most people involved in then, around secondary school, sort of started getting cool again where you could sort of go around and sort of like even the cool kids start watching it. Austin, Stone, um, you know, um, The Rock, Triple H, they like DX. Then I watched a bit of WCW, but mainly WWE. It's like staying around with mates, you know, a bit yeah. of an excuse to, you know, watch lots of war or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, when you hit that sort of Channel 4 peak of 2000, when we, we would have been, what, 13, 14. Yeah. That was, yeah, that. As you say, everyone at school was watching it, and it was yeah, it was it was cool. That, that rare time that wrestling was cool. Yeah, wrestling, like, <laughs> yeah, you got all the hard kids, even though I watched it. It's yeah. like, I, I can actually talk about it now. So there was like that peak of it was just like pop culture, like everyone was on it, sort of thing. Yeah, and um, you're also not speaking for everyone, but one of the more experienced wrestlers in the wrestling should be fun community. Yeah. I've had it on good authority. You've had a bit of training back in the day. Apparently so, yeah. Um, uh, I've had a bit of tra- I went to, I think it was around at college, I went to, uh, there was a, a base in Coventry, and I went to, I think it was nine nine or ten training sessions of a few months. It was before university. Fortunately, I then went on to university, so and that was down London. So, But, I, yeah, I went to, I uh, used to get the bus... Uh, because the, the nearest one, it was hard to find back then before, like free internet and all that. And uh, there's one down Coventry, and I used to get the bus into town, then get the train down to Coventry, 45 minute walk. So it was a whole day thing for a couple hour sessions. So I did a, yeah, did a few sessions. And so were you going to that like on your own or with any mates or just like uh, on my own? One of my mates turned up for a couple of them, but just just a few out sort of thing. Well, yeah. Run us through like. Obviously, none of us. I know Dom's been to a couple of our hustle like in a few years back, but none of us have really done any training. Like run us through what was sort of typical beginners. I'm guessing there was like a beginners class, yeah, beginners was... training. We go, we go through um just because it's something I've got really got no idea about, and I'm sure I mean, for your listeners, I don't know if it'd be, be now sort of probably that, different. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back there it was a lot more. Um, it was like the lockups, the holds. A lot of it was just learning to. I guess learning to fall, like you know, doing foot, like doing your bump, back, yeah, just flat doing bumps on that flat back, like spread the arms out, take the hit on the upper backs. Of uh, it's really the one thing I know as well was just selling moves as well. So it was like you know, and that was one thing I was, I wouldn't say I was good at, but <laughs> if someone like to, did a, I don't know, like say a kick on me, making sure like a chop, making sure you go down at the right time and making that reaction. So it was a kind of a not actually any of the flips or yeah, well, yeah. that you know, the, you know, the actual is a lot of it was very basic. And it was just even doing like maybe, I don't know, you would sort of go into couples and maybe just doing it like at the end of the session, 30 seconds to a minute was actually quite difficult remembering the routine. So it actually flows because a lot of the time you say get into a hold and that. You get out and then you're just you're not in the position you're meant to be. One thing is, yeah, it's a lot more difficult than I think. People, yeah, people think. I think you see that sometimes when you, you know, we go to shows like with inexperienced wrestlers on, and you can almost tell they're trying to remember. Mm-hmm. And that sort of when you get that experience, that ring experience, I'm guessing for the people you see more, then you can, you know, if you do fall out the wrong place, you know, have to recover from it. Whereas when you you see some of these young, well, not say youngster, inexperienced people. 
and they're as soon as they fall out of the wrong place, everyone's like deer in the headlights. And yeah, yeah. It's almost like when two is first reads not there, trying to find his second path. <laughs> it's a bit lost. But uh yeah, no, so, and was there a lot of um like fitness work going on as well, or was it just because like I've heard, I remember someone said once when someone was I think you were trying to get me to do wrestling training. At one point when you were living together and you were going to be my manager. Yeah, and, um... that was the trick. That's how I was going to get in the industry because I always got to make it. I thought, well, you've got the height. <laughs> you could do it. But I saw, I think one of the, re- I saw some wrestlers say that, oh, if you can't do 10 press-ups, don't come to training. So I was like, well, I could. At, yeah. at that point, I couldn't do 10 press-ups. I'm not sure I can now. There was a middle period where I could mainly do 15 but uh yeah so, so that's my dude but there's a lot of that sort of stuff going yeah, on as well there's a lot of the sort of the you know just running around doing the press-ups doing the you know the sit-ups doing that sort of core training as well because yeah you go there especially when i was a, well, 7, 16 17 i'm thinking no i just oh, i just want to learn some wrestling some yeah moves. but yeah you can't do that if you you haven't got the sort of core you know cardio yeah, that cardio, fitness, yeah. yeah. So, did you ever do the uh, running the ropes, which I've been heard is meant to be really painful? No, there was a ring. What I think was they had like a, but it was like sort of stored in like a top of a right. hole or something like that. So I never actually did that. And it's a one thing is like it's a again one of the things is a lot harder than I think anyone yeah. can imagine that sort of thing. I remember we went for is it Ross's stag do, yeah, and someone's <laughs> running the ropes. And it was like yeah. I remember just getting in there, how hard they are, and actually how <laughs> something like that's so difficult, or even just like things like I know it sounds silly, but when people run into the ring and slide in or go through the sort of it's a lot harder than you think. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we went to was it like Cabaret and we went in to see Blobby. Yeah. It's like, including me, someone else as well, like stacked it going into the ring. <laughs> so we all laugh at like the tea stuff and you did it at WrestleMania, yeah. but Trust me, like something as simple as that, you think, <laughs> oh, just getting into a ring, doing it cool, you know, is a lot harder than you think. Yeah, definitely. And um, was there like a promotion attached to your wrestling school? Was there any names? or? It was a local promotion. The two names I remember there, there was two trainers. There was Magic, who was on, uh, part of the UK scene, and I think he was pretty decent at the time, and Psycho Steve. Now, these two wrestlers, I didn't hear of the next... 15 years because this is where at the time I would British wrestling I only really knew of wrestlers through listening to talk sport yeah I think there was Alex Shane, Shane yeah I was not uh, yet. talk sport listen to the listen to the wrestle talk yeah so <laughs> yeah listen that but I remember you know going years down the line and I remember when we uh sort of uh when Pete Pete Dunn um when he first and reading his Wikipedia and Psycho Steve was actually his trainer in Coventry, so obviously, like they did all right, but I, I just knew them as sort of training yeah. as, like, me as a, like a youngster sort of thing. So I think in the, it's, I think Magic was actually a pretty decent wrestler back then as well. He's uh, he's got he was a good talker. I remember he had a <laughs> lot to chat about him. So did you get to any shows in like the sort of in the Midlands growing up? Like any I went, I went like, to camp a, shows or anything I went like to that? A or? Couple, I can't really remember like sort of who was on them. Sort of who was, but it was like this sort of like it was. I always thought British wrestling back then it was sort of still kind of you know in the sort of wherever like camp shows like small shows, and then it sort of well came back you know obviously several years well probably along about ten years ago actually you know it came back quite big. Yeah, so I agree. Going like as a kid, well, as a t- same similar age, I'm guessing like 17, 18, going to some shows in Exeter, and it'd be 
they did have like Jake the Snake on one and Hoovy Guerrero came on one. That was like, wow, it's what got people in the doors. And then there'd be, yeah, you sort of. <laughs> The kid from our school, they bounced up and down by shorts. Yeah, and that's yeah, thing. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so then, obviously, came down to London, that's where we met at uni. So I can't remember. So I remember at uni one time being at like Belfry for a Royal Rumble and Cena came back. I remember getting Al to leave the TV on Sky so we could watch it through the bar. Yeah, I, I think you were at that one. I remember yeah, that. I don't yeah. know if you were at any of those. I was, I was at the one. I was definitely at the one where the bar was shut and closed <laughs> and the TV was left <laughs> on. And we had like about two or three drinks outside yeah. the bar watching a TV in the bar. Yeah, but so we all worked, just a bit of context, we all worked at our uni bar and we asked the bar manager when he was shutting up if he could just leave the TV on on Sky so we could come down at one in the morning and watch some some, some event through through a window with some cans. <laughs> it's ridiculous looking back on it now with the amount of uh, streaming options you had. But back in my day, it took me like three hours to download the latest episode of One Tree Hill on it, or X Drive, whatever it was called, or Mega Drive or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so what sort of the timeline? I know you said you fell out and came back in. What sort of timeline of were you missing? You're not watching at all, really, or like just the old sporadic through a window? Yeah, probably <laughs> about 2000. Look, university, I still watch it because I used to go back to Birmingham and watch sort of all SmackDown when I was at home. Probably about 2006, seven to about 2015 there was 14 there was a you know i would watch the rumble or you know i'll come around yours maybe like watch wrestlemania i'll watch the big ones but i wouldn't do sort of like raw smackdown or any of any of the other promotions so there was a bit and i wouldn't say like fall out of love just more like not have the time no, there's other yeah. other interests it's that kind of uni kind of phase of around just going out sort of in you know girls from trying for the first time sort of, <laughs> you know and just like wrestling wasn't big on the cards at that that time for me no definitely i said i think university was a time where i probably missed out yeah missed out on a few years as well we sort of keep up to date maybe reading along as you say when they show the old rumble in the bar and wrestlemania around coatsy's house i think yeah yeah <laughs> So it was that 2015 was when, what sort of brought you back in? I think, I mean, I always sort of occasionally kept up with the big events, but I know you started, there was a few years before that we started watching it. So I was living around, coming back down, London, living around yours. You know, saw, saw the occasional Smackdown Raw, and it was all right, sort of, you know, I just came. But I think it's when, when what I noticed most is, say, when the sort of the British wrestling, and it was Marty's... Skirtle, sort of show. and uh, I remember he was on one of the shows, and I think he was like, and I was remember at the start thinking, what is this rubbish? It was like I'm not sure who else was on it. All I can remember was him because he had something in a box. Everyone was shouting, "What's in a box?" And I'm just thinking, what is this? Like, what is this shit you're watching? What is this? But then ended up watching like that, and then the next match for about like an hour, and really being like engrossed with it. And then from there, watching a few of the WWE events. You can actually quite like this still. You know, it's not something what's, you know, I can just say, oh, well, I used to watch that when I was younger. This is actually still quite cool. I still quite like it, you know, so why not? What's, you know, so I thought, well, maybe start watching a little bit again. Yeah, because I think like, oh, we get as, um, you know, as you're sort of growing up, you sort of, I don't know, this is what I've, you sort of feel like, I feel you sort of, you try and fit in, you want to be 
you know, accepted, like, you know, fair play of people who are happy to sort of go off on their own and not do that. But then you get to a point when you're like, no, this is who I am. I can like what I like. Yeah. You know, I can like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I can like wrestling. I can like Taylor Swift and yeah. punk rock and Drake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe, yeah, that 20s where, you know, well, football for me, cricket, that sort of thing, you know, sports sort of thing, going out dream. But yeah, you don't want to be watching red yeah. sort of thing, you know what I mean it was like I was like what are you watching your kid and yeah. then there was the attitude of it you don't really want to be watching it now because it's still for you know it's more kids thing but then you know as an actually no it's not you can still believe watch it because as long as the adults watch it why can't I watch it as well definitely so yes yeah, about 2015 you've come back in to wrestling now I'd say we were living together at the time you you are a completist so <laughs> so we basically went back to 2006 and watched every pay-per-view the nine yeah. years he missed yeah <laughs> tell, so I, tell, tell us about that <laughs> well i never kind of thought of myself as the completest i um well probably could be like the wrestling nickname <laughs> for me <laughs> and, uh, like i do like to catch up on things i like to you know piece the timeline together and i thought i want to sort of jump into it but i actually won't mind watching what's happened since i've sort of lost contact with it um, and I know you had the WWE, the network. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this might be cool sort of thing. So I was like, yeah, there was about probably nine years. And I decided, right, I'm going to actually watch every WWE pay-per-view. Was was that the plan from the start? Or was it like, oh, I'm going to watch the big four? And then you sort of thought, I wow, think, actually. At the, start, <laughs> at the start, it was the big four. So for me, <laughs> w, uh, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. For right then four. Actually, for the first one, like first kind of year watch, really liked them, start filling the blanks, and then it went on from there. So probably over about maybe, because this is before I moved out, obviously when my current wife in 2016, so it was a year, probably over, I would say, six months of that. So where I must have watched about 100 pay-per-views. <laughs> so, and I, obviously you were coming in and I was watching you know, sort of like like three or four pay-per-views everywhere. And, and there was some good, well, a lot of good times in there. And obviously for you sort of thing, there's probably certain things because I was, you know, I was saying like, um, say I saw John Cena and Andy Orton when they were having that rivalry for a year when it was just changing belts. And I must have seen them do their matches and pay-per-views, but in like two weeks. <laughs> so you were seeing the same thing. And obviously our friends, as you know, uh MVP as well. MVP. I say every time I come home, yeah. like MVP would be wrestling or Carlito wrestling Ric Flair in Sar. Yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> when he came back actually as an with Bobby Lashley, who was actually, I thought, he was pretty decent to be honest, as more of a managerial. Yeah. But back then they were really trying to push him and it just the crowd never, it didn't well, never well, really got yeah. his network. There's no pops from back then, but when he came back, I thought he was actually. A lot better, well, as, as Don would say, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, I think we'll get that. That's going to be the new cricket. Gets a mention every podcast now. Uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, MVP. Yeah, I thought I really liked the um, being like a US sports fan, I really liked the premise behind that character. I don't remember hating it watching it in the time, but when I watched it when you were watching them back, I was just like, this guy's dreadful. He's you're not dreadful, but he, yeah, it wasn't for me at that point. I'll put it that way. Yeah, anything in those sort of nine years that you did in six months, 
Uh, obviously, it's quite a quick. Anything like stand out, like matches or or characters or stuff that you really sort of found yourself attached to in that in that time. Obviously, a different stage in your life than when you're watching as a, as a youngster. I guess one of the I've talked about characters now or has been for the last decade or so. Um, CM Punk. I remember learning a lot more about him because I didn't come from that point where you have them where you saw him in like previously sort of thing and like I was I remember how a massive fan you were. I remember when he was still sort of had the, the blonde hair and all that. But seeing sort of the transition in sort of how many fans would like that sort of character where I don't think when I first started wrestling, he would not have just because of his maybe build and look, who's I thought it was a different scene. So I quite I remember that standing out quite a bit. I remember seeing obviously the difference quickly with Cena as well, going from like this, when I first started watching this period, maybe even just before it, how he was kind of had that only probably only a couple of years where he's sort of this cool, well, he was a heel when he was like, you know, the Dr. Fugonomics, who, uh, you know, we might get there sort of later, but um, I saw him come out the one time I've been WrestleMania and I absolutely went nuts. But but he went that to, was it the Mania where I remember watching, no, sorry, not Mania, Rumble, watching where he came out maybe from injury and Triple H was in the ring, he's quite shot. And I remember you saying that was the first time with a crowd who were a bit sort of 50-50 and then from there just going sort of a bit more where it is had went for 10 years. Yeah, it was a split crowd, you had the sort of like yeah. all the youngsters, all the... And you could hear the fans, and then yeah, the let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go Cena was a very kind of you know, could, you could hear the youth of that, and then like sort of all the men that you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cena sucks. Different pitch in the yeah, yeah, it's a different yeah. pitch for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I see, it was so long. Wait, he's so long ago now. I guess he's been knocking around for like 15, 16 years old, Big John. If no, if not, oh, 20 years was like 2002, Ruthless yeah. Aggression, was that? yeah. Maybe, I don't know, yeah. Like the, you know, JBL as well was part of that, yeah. Because, again, that was someone who I always remember from the Acolytes and the APA, even before the Acolytes, who I just thought was a, just an average tag team wrestler. Then he had a bit more of a gimmick with it. But then he had the run as well, the and sort of thing. But see that, I, I, I actually quite liked him as a heel because like, everyone hated him. Yeah. Like, you know, I quite liked him as a heel. So that was another one. But I saw it quite of a quite a quick period. So this period lasted like, you know, a month for me, sort of like yeah. a year from everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an interesting way of watching it sort of, because obviously there's a thing of wrestling, you know, people want to see long-term stories and want to see them flesh out. But there's also the thing, if, you know, have they gone on too long? If it's been the same thing for a year and a half, is it getting stale? Whereas watching it in a condensed period of time, mm. you're not having to wait all that time for Cena to lose a match or no. for JBL to lose a match and you get it a bit quicker. I mean, I'm going to quickly jump ahead. One thing that you are exceptional at that most people in the wrestling fandom struggle with is the uh, sort of social media spoilers. Whereas you can, um, yeah, I've got a lot of time for the fact you can just ignore everything and you'll, you know, because you'll what you might not be able to watch something for a few days or a week or something, just but you'll always catch up on it, and then you can always still be surprised. Yeah. Uh, how how do you how do you do that? <laughs> Probably not using. Don't really use uh, Twitter. Or, is it X these X, days? Yeah. yeah Twitter's fine. Don't yeah. use that. I do go on sort of like Instagram, Facebook, but I would use it for them several days. Quite same with WhatsApp. Quite minimal sort of. Uh, 
it's hard and sometimes I do get spoiled, but a lot of the time it's just, yeah, keeping kind of away from that side, which I know in this day and age is quite difficult, but then you get that sort of magic kind of point where you see something. Like recently when uh, CM Punk came out, I did obviously one of the only guys who didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw that about four or five days after it actually happened and it was still incredible. Occasionally I will see something and I'll be like, oh, a bit gutted sort of thing, but like, uh, I think it's mainly not through being on Twitter. Or Twitter yeah, page, well, that's, yeah. I think it's the best way to watch, isn't it? Like, like for me, I'll have to watch something if I don't watch it on the night. I literally, I'll wake up in the morning and watch it before I even put my phone on, similar to just like, do like NFL, NBA. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, big pay fees. I try and watch them live as yep. people here know they know I'll fall asleep often, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only problem is, like, say, WhatsApp groups, you'll get some there, but then it sometimes I'll end up like not what happens that I won't be able to read certain like messages. So I will read them, same with like, say, I'll pick them on Messenger before, but I would have to kind of read them maybe in three days' time and I'll read, I'll read all the messages again, sort of thing. But so I'd but just not, you know, so I can still have that fun for the event. So we had WWE, we got into that, got back into that. And then we watching anything else outside the main roster, WWE? NXT uh, started. I remember getting to towards the end. And I would say when I was about a year or two out, I was like, oh, because I didn't want to start watching it live until. So I was like, oh, I've got another like, 24 pay-per-views here. <laughs> and I remember you saying about, and you messaged me though, and this is you know, me via bits of naive time and he said oh you know check these NXT takeover shows and I was like what's this I can't this is gonna take me a long time I think there's about 12 at the time maybe and I was like looking at this message it's like what's this next and I was expecting like some like you know wrestlers I don't know just like the young up-and-comers and then I saw one or two of them and this is where up for me like one of the peaks of NXT when it like and I watched them probably in like them 12 shows in probably a three or four week period and loved every one of them it was like they were incredible and then the next two or three years it was you know the peak of for me NXT in terms of their actual uh like takeover shows what were unbelievable some of them I remember seeing that I mean a lot of people remember the match between Sasha Banks and Bailey. Like that's one of the best matches ever, to, and and sort of opened my eyes up really to women's wrestling. And before that, I came from an era where I saw women as you know, so it was like the bottom panties match, that sort of thing. Where now it's actually these are women wrestlers, not just sort of like you know, not just eye candy, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. not just like into man sort of you know doing what he wants, yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> and I thought that was absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe it to be honest. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. I think I think that's probably the case for a lot of people that sort of yeah get uh, NXT. I think probably the first WWE brand to really showcase like women on an equal yeah, footing. Like, yeah. I think yeah, you, you get the odd match maybe over the years, but yeah, that was definitely a definitely groovy there. Uh, any other like standout NXT people from those that that sort of time? I mean, a lot of them at the time because I didn't follow sort of the I guess indie scene. They were all quite new to yeah. me, so. I remember seeing Kevin Owens the first time and just when the match started, just start going out of the ring and just start always kind of trying to win the mental battle. So, so was when was your stag day? 2017, March, got married, so it would have been in October so 2016. 2016. Yeah, because on 
obviously on your stag do you like we went to Benidorm, great time. Yeah. Uh you wanted to do like a theme where everyone dressed as wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. And we did <laughs> and I knew you'd been watching wrestler at this point and we did a it was like a forfeit if you didn't know who the wrestler was because the, the uh, outfit wasn't good enough or then you had to do like a forfeit of a shot or down a beer I can't remember which one it was yeah and I've done this Kevin Owens <laughs> outfit which well, arguably one of the best there yeah obviously but uh, he looked exactly yeah. like and then and you didn't you hadn't watched the NXT that he'd been on yet he didn't know he was and I was cut yeah. and, and I think I'd made the rule up as well so I had yeah. to get the fine but um we yeah, a, we had a few more of the classic wrestlers. I think we had uh Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers, you were Lita, I was you? Lita, yeah. yeah. The model Rick Martel, was that Dom? No, that's when I think no, I, that was my, yeah. that's on the wall, right? Yeah, not that I am anything like a model, but mainly just because I thought that it'd be quite a cool gimmick to do, yeah. Like, you and could, yeah, the arrogant like spray, yeah, yeah. I've got confused with the two times we dressed up as wrestlers, yeah. Um, I think um, Aslan was a million dollar man. Of course. Uh, yeah. So it's a really good IRS. Uh, IRS. IRS. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of uh, good, good efforts there. Uh, and then Lovely. Jimmy B, who forgot his costume and just came in his pants. Just pants yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had bought his whole Hogan costume. Yeah. I uh, highly recommend it. <laughs> highly recommend it. Find a place where you can all get in like that. So I'm not sure where you can do it. Some like, I don't know, cricket or something, or somewhere we can all get in. Yeah, Dan's darts. It's, it's, yeah, the darts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. I think I'd highly recommend it. No, it was that was good fun. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. NXT. Yeah. So Owen's obviously a big big part of it. And then around this sort of time, you back up live, and then when did you start coming to live shows with us? I think I was still watching just the WWE for the first couple of years. So I would say maybe round about 2018, 19, yeah. Because I remember you going to a few of them and I remember you were what used to watch it, you know, on a TV. Like sort of the, the progress on demand, yeah. yeah. But I still kind of thought, just watch it on TV again. And this has been, been probably a bit, not really sort of uh Given it a chance, I was a bit like, oh, what's this? This is not still <laughs> quite there. It's it's it doesn't look right, but it's because probably I'm just well looking back at it, it's because I just wasn't watching it paying enough detail. It's not the big sort of like, you know, the war smackdowns yeah. of that. And then I went to a show what was in the dome, tough apart. Dome, yeah. Didn't I... really know. I know you kept on asking me to come along. I was just like, kind of put it off like that. And then I thought, I turn up, I thought, well, what's the way? I'll go have some beers with my mates. And there's got to be a bit of like, I'll say a bit of cheesy wrestling. <laughs> a bit of like, You're you know, thinking back to like the camp shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I'll think, what's the worst? It'd be a bit of a, a good laugh. Like, <laughs> who cares? And I was completely mistaken. I remember going there and sort of the wrestling, what was on was far better than I would ever thought. It was absolutely fantastic. I remember meeting a few people you introduced me to, having a drink, and it was like, wow, I've just paid, I think, I don't know exactly, but it must have been, I think it was like £13 for the ticket. It was barely anything for midweek at the Dole. There was several hundred people there. I was just drinking beers with my mates and watching this like wrestling show and I'm thinking these are fantastic. I can't believe the moves they were doing. Like that like some of the moves were unbelievable. Can you remember anyone on that first show? M and M. Was it uh oh, was it the was it the M the M&M match against each other? The Mayhew Mills 
it was singles, they, that, no, it was they were a tag team. The first one, the yeah. second one was the uh, against each other. Yeah. And because I, I, I remember how the second one, I think Will Ospreay was there as well watching it. Because I remember Ross saying like, "Oh well, Will Ospreay's <laughs> here," and I didn't realise at the time that that guy watching the match like about a couple of minutes away <laughs> is now Will Ospreay. Well, he's yeah. well, he's Will Ospreay. I couldn't believe it. And uh, but I remember the first show, them two quite standing out. Um, they were the kings of the dome, yeah. Mills now, like what was that? Well, well, six years later, I think how far he's come, just his development is, is unbelievable, to be honest. And just his old look, and the yeah, I just think he's uh, he's done really well. But even back then, I was thinking these are a couple of 17 year olds. How good they were! I was like, "Wow, this is." is but the other ones on the show, I think there was Nina Samuels as well. It's very good. Again, good women's wrestler. Wouldn't have expected that just from the background of come from. And it was like it was eye open to see the, how the British scene was doing sort of thing. It was like a still like on the card. I didn't go to many of the the big shows because where I moved down to Portsmouth. But the ones I've come out, I know you the you guys do on the Sundays. Some of the names back then. You think of what was actually going on back then was yeah. like quite incredible where they've all gone to. Yeah, you see some of the like shows, you look back at some of the cards and there's yeah. it's like A WWE, TNA, yeah. New Japan. Like, yeah, it's an incredible achievement for, and the scene at that point was probably at its peak around that sort of era. Obviously, yeah. I've had some in issues since then. So I always remember the time you came, so it must have been NXT UK must have been going on. Because you'd seen Mustache Mountain. Yeah. Or British Strong Style. Was Pete there as well? Or was it just Trent and Tyler? It was. Or was it Trent, Tyler, and Minnie McKenzie? You're talking about the Christmas show. That was. Was it, was it Attack? It was, was it? Pete Dunn, Minnie McKenzie, and Trent Seven. Don't think Tyler was there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, when they came out in the dome at yeah. that show, and you're, you're yeah, just like, yeah. What the fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> mental. Because these are guys who then uh, I knew uh, from my neck of the woods as well. I mean, these yeah. are from sort of like Birmingham, training Coventry. So, kind of relate to sort of parts of their story when you read stuff and think, oh, I remember that, or I remember doing that. But I remember seeing them on NXT. Like NXT before, I think it was actually just before NXT UK. So they were on yeah. NXT, and I remember them, them coming out to um, what's the song? Um, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yeah, <laughs> all the crowd doing. This is Christmas during a week, so Christmas vibes going. So everyone's having a good few drinks, and they're doing the slow walk in. And I was like, I was so amazed. I remember myself and people like Don Ross looking at, I think just looking at me, just how I was literally. George, I was like, I was absolutely what it like. I was, it was crazy. Yeah, crazy. Could, it's a great memory for us as well as like, yeah, as people who've been going a little bit longer to see when every time you bring someone else, someone new in, well, not new, new, but if someone comes along and they, and they get that sort of feeling that you've yeah. had or like you get with certain wrestlers, it's, it's always nice to see. And it's, it's a definitely a favorite moment of ours that we, that we talk, that we talk about and reminisce. So it's, uh, yeah, it's cool. So I saw, I saw the card and thought, this is good, but I didn't actually know. Again, going from someone who doesn't go on Twitter, and I didn't actually know who was coming. So to see them <laughs> and think of these are the ones I'm liking on TV, to see them in person. And then after the show, um, Trent Seven came to buy and had a drink with us, got a photo with him. And I was just like, 
you know, try not to be just, I remember saying to you, oh, can you follow Try not to discuss magic too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying, like, you know, I was like getting a bit starstruck sort of thing, but yeah. No, was, we've uh, all been fantastic. there with, with wrestlers, don't you yeah. worry? Apart from maybe Don, who seems to have a natural uh, ability to talk to anyone. But yeah, that's what <laughs> I need. I need someone to do the introductions. Yeah, no, I'm young. exactly the same with you. I was a favourite young guy. I did always get my brother to get the autograph. I'll be the one who I say, I'll tell him what to do but then he'll be the one who does it for me and then like oh, no, I'll jump in no that's class and I say because um, all around that sort of time we did the um, the show at Albert Hall didn't we yeah that was there was a tournament going on so was it 2020 or was it yeah. like 2018 it, it was, uh, was it 18 I think it was it was a world cup I remember England were playing at the same time. That's the only reason I know that. So, but yeah, the show at the NXT UK show in Royal Albert Hall, and uh, we got it at different times. I think because of the amount of tickets they'd sold, they sold, yeah. they moved us or they moved you. They moved me. Oh, well, maybe they moved all of us because I think we might have been in, all meant to be in the top tier. Yeah. And they didn't open it. So then, and then you obviously either got there before or after. Yeah. And then you were right on the ramp, weren't you? Yeah, I was right <laughs> on the ramp where they come out, sort of thing. Yeah. So I think there was two nights and. Uh, I remember seeing, uh, well, I was a big fan of Undisputed Era, and I was a huge fan. I got, I got the music, and, you know, I used to like the music. I used to like who was in the, in there. And on the second night, I believe, Mustache Mountain won the, won the belt. It did, in tactile, But, but yeah. sadly, I was that sort of, uh, probably not good for the uh, message should be from boys, but I was... Uh, one of those uh, fans who was a bit of uh, Adam Cole, even though he's made a bigger deal, <laughs> kind of uh, one of those guys who like cheers him because I actually had the top, even though I was because I remember when they when, when a few of the guys like looked round and like pointed at me, going because I had the undisputed ear at top. <laughs> I was cheering them, I was cheering but I had the had the wrong t shirt because this takes me back to because uh, I was watching wrestling so quickly, I ended up going from a uh, no t-shirts so <laughs> i think i bought maybe about 12 t-shirts within like a few months because i was falling in love with all these wrestlers and just getting all on all the sales well then you had that awkward moment with the uh oh. <laughs> turned up at the dome and obviously yeah so he doesn't follow the social media was a bit behind turned up with a, uh, a progress show at the dome with an enzo hat on is it swaffed it's soft, soft, yeah, yeah. Soft, and yeah. Uh, it was just after some allegations had come out against Enzo, which I think were nothing came in them, but I don't want to say either way. But anyway, so but at that point, they were at the height of them, yeah. So we had to, had to mention it might be worth taking uh, taking that one off, like, yeah. We got it on the sale, <laughs> Enzo and Big Cass were uh, quite big at the time, you know. And I bought, didn't know this, so I turned up sort of thing, thinking everyone's got oh, that's a call, out. yeah. Then I'll get told, oh no. It's not for certain reasons, so I had to. They couldn't even keep. I had to literally throw it away. <laughs> I had it for like about two days. Yeah, so uh... wore it for about five minutes. But yeah, we got rid of that one. And um, around this time when we all went over, you came with us to to Mania. Tell me about your experiences over there, especially getting there on that first day. Yeah, so that <laughs> was two thousand and. I think it was 19 because 20 was lockdown. I think yeah, it was the last one before lockdown. So it was the previous one before lockdown. So this is where I, I fell kind of in love with wrestling. I've had sort of three or four years. I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for it. You know, it's one of my uh, bucket lists for me. It was like as a youngster, I wanted to do the Ashes, which I've done myself, and also the WrestleMania and uh, the Masters Golf. For any golf fans out there, yeah, try and get a ticket for that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, do you know what? Yeah, one off. 
and it's you know it's a lot but I thought I'd go over there so I was going because at that time having a a little one as well uh having a wife I was like oh, well, I could get away for this but it's gonna have to be quite a quick trip Friday to Tuesday maybe I could do NXT Mania raw and then get get my skates on go so i got the flight on friday from Heathrow to i think newark because it was uh in new york yeah at, uh and i had to get to i think it was the barclays yeah barclays. Did, did you drop your bag off first uh no i only had hand luggage because I gave you my that's right. hand, yeah. uh, my, my my liquids. Yeah, <laughs> bigger than hundred mil. I gave yeah. you it. So I was like, worst, best case scenario, I might get there at the start, maybe and like an hour in. So I'm at the airport Heathrow. Plane leaves on time. I'm sort of normally someone who you know I watch my films out, but a lot of the time I was just looking at the clock. I was looking at it. So I was every time it would flip to the map. I'm looking. I'm, I'm seeing the tailwind. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come on. I <laughs> sort of thing. So I see this tailwind. So we're ahead of time. So I touch down, go straight out the airport, and I think I then got a train to Brooklyn. Is it Brooklyn? Brooklyn. It? Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got a train there. And I think I actually made it for the first event. I think it was Cookie. Cookie was there. And it was the Streets Profits were in the undercard. Yeah. What's crazy for yeah. now. And I was there, sort of saw that. And you guys, even though you're in New York already, I beat you to, yeah, to the like, first for, event. For a bit of context, we'd been, we had like a couple of shows that day. I think it was, it was like a Rev Pro show. And then I can't remember what the first, it might have been Progress as well. But we definitely went to both that time. I can't remember the order. It was definitely Rev Pro were running in damn sort of New York way because uh, we left before the main. Because Cookie left early to make sure we got there. We wanted to see, I think it was Zach Suzuki Osprey and somebody else who went, maybe Tanahashi when I could tag match. So we wanted to see that. And then they put that on. They didn't put that on last. So we we got there. Yeah. But then because we were what you have texted me and we're like, Right, shadows landed right here we go look at chance and then yeah you made it before us yeah. <laughs> you were in your seat and we turned up yeah. for the nxt show which was gargano adam cole two out of three fools was it yeah i think so because i remember uh kyle o'reilly interfered so yeah but i think yeah gargano won yeah and i think it was alistair in the tag team, Alistair Black. As Alistair Black and Ricochet, Ricochet against yeah. War Raiders. Yeah, yeah that was and class. That, yeah. it was, that was when they still did the sort of, um, you know, they're moving up. Yeah, so that was really good. And uh, Benz of Show uh, met Sal and Mikey. And Mikey, and 90s Mike was there. Yeah, 90s was there, yeah. So got to know him a lot more sort of thing. So it was good being the WrestleMania kind of, uh, I've been to, he was there as well. So it was good to, Sort of see, and then a lot spend some time with some friends and that. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, also because like you had a slightly different WrestleMania experience to us because you just sort of went for a wander and found yourself a spot. Tell us about your your WrestleMania experience. So the actual WrestleMania itself, when we got in, we were at the pretty much at the top, top of the stand. I had a good time in the car park before, sort yes. of tailgating. I think there was like a local maybe wrestling promotion. We were just having drinks with. I thought that was that was fantastic. It's one thing the Americans do well there, sort of pre-drinks on tailgate. I think was, that was really good. And then I went, I think for the first maybe event, maybe one or two, and I went, I think because Hogan came out as well, because Alexa Bliss, I think was Hogs, and she clicked her fingers and Hogan came out. I was by the screen. But then... Then we went round and uh, 
we sort of like found a place where we stood up sort of probably about a third of the way down, maybe to the top of the first tier. And we pretty much stood, rather than sitting in our seats for the next like 10 hours. But it was raining, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like to be spent 50 quid, like we could have just sat up there and it would have been in literally heaven. So I imagine the top of Wembley with no cover and could have just got wet. Because I remember afterwards it was like, what, suit? It was yeah. like proper chucking down. So we really, just, really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, we, we went all the way down. I don't know if we can do it. Frankly, I don't care. I was quite drunk yeah. at the time. I was having the time of life. So what I would do, not saying this is it, I would, uh, you know, when the, uh, the entrances came on, I would just uh, wander down the stairs as far as I ca- could be, uh, ca- uh, could do, and uh, just watch the end of the entrance. And then when everyone sat down, I wandered to the back of the team and just like watched it because I was like, well, I don't want to really want to sit down. I can just watch this and stand up. So I had an amazing time. So I got really good, really good view. Now, I don't know if I should have been there, but oh, I still had a great time. Yeah. And, you know, no one was telling me not. So I've, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. You've got, you've got to make the most of that. But we also did um, on the, I think uh, on the Saturday, we did the New Japan. New Japan, that's what I was saying. Yeah, New show. Yeah, I remember there was a really good um, Royal Rumble. And there was a lot of them who I, I saw for the first time. So some really good. I can't remember exactly all the names, but people. Yeah, I think like Suzuki I mean, was in there. Yeah, and like, I like maybe like Muta, Great Muta, yeah. and and all the RH guys. Yeah, cheeseburger. One I one. remember there was a guy. I can't remember his name. I'm sure you will. Who was absolutely mental, and he got chucked he, uh, from like over the top ropes. How you would do like throw someone into a table, but without the table, and went straight <laughs> down. Into the, you know, I, guess, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember. remember. But he was crazy. He was yeah. known for that sort of thing. But I was like, seeing that was like, pretty <laughs> mental. I was like, what is going on there? But yeah, no, that was really good. And that was, that was a really good show. One of them ones, again, where I didn't know who was on it, who these people were, who these wrestlers were, but ended up really enjoying it. And then started from there, actually starting to watch a bit of New Japan and yeah. you know, what I would never have done before. So after that was we had the pandemic. Did you keep up with wrestling during the pandemic? I know like a few of us stopped watching. I, yeah. I, I did for a bit. So I mean, reasons, but being up the complete, I am. I pretty much watched NXT. My normal thing was to watch SmackDown, uh, Raw, NXT, NXT UK, and pretty much watched everyone. And I would before um, the podcast actually went on to sort of the main kind of uh, channels to subscribe where it just downloads on your phone has come up when we were I think they were just being uploaded on to Spotify and like a link on the WhatsApp I started to listen to some of their what kept me what was really good through because it's like listen to like some of your mates and that where you could stay at home is one of the things yeah. what uh, kind of I would say kept me going but like something what I felt like I was still getting the connection with my mates yeah, definitely so keep, keep in touch and getting yeah. that connection yeah so definitely. the fact that we're here now the first one I've been on it's quite cool, like 121 episodes. I think you said uh, I've listened to every 120. Yeah. How many Ross says maybe on the only one <laughs> along with yourself? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm probably pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. So the... it's one of the things, you know, if you ever see like someone, uh, someone running around Portsmouth about six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday listening to a podcast, it's probably listening to wrestling should be fun. And that's what I do. And well, especially if they're wearing the wrestling should be fun merch, which you yeah. are the proprietor of yeah yeah and, only only and... uh only, only person who owns the wrestling should be fun t-shirt i think i may have done that during the one of the lockdowns <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
but the design ran on an unofficial uh, message would be for a t-shirt. And uh, so I normally rock up with that. So if you ever see that on uh, your, sort of your Brit shows, yeah, that's me. So come say hello. Definitely. So what have you been going to the last year or so since shows have been back? You've been down to some of the Red Pro shows down your way, haven't you? Because you're based in Portsmouth, which they run reasonably. Yeah, I, I saw uh, one or two. Unfortunately, I missed just from being away. But I, I went to, a, I think, two or three. And uh, Ike Olku there was there. Mad Kurt was there as well. And a few of a few others. Uh, I remember, like, um, there was a few from the uh, Shelter. Shelter, yeah, yeah. He was, he was on excursion over here, yeah. yeah. So he was there. So I saw um, a few wrestlers. I'm there for, like, from Red Problems. So I was really good. Like One of them was in the Guild Hall, enjoyed that. And one of them was in the Mount Batten Centre, what's basically a swimming pool and a little gym. So that kind of took me back. And it was actually yeah. on one of the school benches. But and I just thought, Olko, I think, was there for that one. I thought there was little like sort of a battle royal at the end. It was battle royal rumble. But like, uh, and he was there. And I just thought, that's kind of like, sort of quite cool because I'm sure it's like this is the thing what keeps um you know kind of opens them up to like sort of fans say from my neck like areas yeah my neck of the woods and I thought it's one of the things you sort of you always hear about these stories about wrestlers when they start off and they go into all these different events well you know I always remember them shows so I remember if they ever go on you like you feel a bit more like you know you got to support them sort of thing and follow them so yeah they were were pretty good, good to go it's a bit of a crime that because I live in Ports, have a young family, I don't really come to the weekend shows. I think how I'm not still, I need to just book a Monday off yeah. and come to a Sunday show, just put it in the diary. I don't know. Uh, I turn up one day, but generally, if there's every, because I work in London during the week, I normally go to a few of the midweek shows. So recently, uh, right, Cabaret, what's been fantastic. I think G Money, he did a show, it was really good. Oh, the G Money uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. He- Program, yeah, when he yeah. spoke about it. yeah, that was class. Really show. So if there's any shows like on during the week, you know, I always keep a lookout or hope one of my mates guys message me saying this because I always trying to make sure I go there. And and to be honest, I'm, ne- I'm never disappointed. I'm, I'm easily pleased with the rest of them. I think I'm an easy fan to please because I get shocked and surprised quite easily. Well, I so said you're in the photo with me with Mr. Blobby. From, yeah. Obviously, we've got the big group one, which we paid for. Yeah. Uh, and then in the one just before Christmas, when he came through and we jumped in and yeah. <laughs> just jumped on him and hugged him. Yeah, well, and I, that's uh, yeah. The, the, the joy on our faces there is. Uh... I mean, as someone who's <laughs> pretty much based still in the nineties, yeah. like, not sports and wrestling, football, could God knows what. All my knowledge, music is just the nineties. That's my sort of scene. And when yeah, when I saw. Uh, yeah, I saw Blobby coming through the crowd. I remember clocked on. I was like, hey, I was like shouting at you to tap you. And then you saw yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's great. But them, them shows have been really good, really good sort of thing. And I think I always think the money you pay for them, like say going on other hobbies, I'm you know, a big Fulham fan and uh, I love supporting football, go to a few games here and there. But, you know, I've spent 30, 40, 50 quid on a ticket. And I don't, not, not yeah, always a good, good time. time yeah. Yeah, let's be honest, I'm out of And I think sometimes I pay for these shows like 15, 20, 25. And sometimes when I see like 30, 35, I think, oh, that's a lot. But actually, compared to what I pay for other things, and I always yeah. have two, two, three hours, have some drinks there, always have a good time. And it's somewhere you can just go there. As I think we all know, you go there, you can just be yourself. The crowd's amazing, you know. I don't, still no judgments and it's just like a really good time and it just 
I still get still get excited by it sort of thing. It's something I really really enjoy. No, that's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a refreshing here. I think that's yeah, that's why for one of the reasons why we get on it. That's why that's what a lot of us think. It's just yeah, to say go down, meet your mates, be entertained. <laughs> and it's, yeah, the value for money if you think about it, yeah, you pay 30, 40 quid for a 90 minute football game or 20 quid for three hours of yeah, of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple more questions. What, what's that lad from Birmingham called? <laughs> the lyrical dragon, what's his name? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say again? It was uh, I said uh, man called. <laughs> Man, man called Derice. Man called Derice. Man called Derice rather than uh, Man Lloyd Derice. And, and, yeah, it... and the worst is my number was 0121 yeah. as well. 012154. I won't say the rest. So, yeah, yeah, I remember my number as well. So In the Pickhams, it was a who is someone's partner. So they had to write their own name in. And it's come out. And 90s has put the sheet out. And someone's got, who's put Man called Derice? <laughs> Oh, brilliant. And I mean, the thing is, when I've seen him, I really liked him. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I think, oh, he's, his little group as well. I want to. Well, that was my novel back in the day. <laughs> so, yeah, make it point for the group and that. That was a bit of a shocker. Well, hopefully we'll be able to, next time he's at a show, we'll be able to get a, uh, get a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can make up some man called Doris merch to wear. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a, quite a few wrestlers now from Birmingham. Uh, yeah, you've got Maloney, Doris. Tyler, yeah, Trent, Tyler, Tyler, Trent, not Trent, Trent's Wolverhampton, isn't it? Well, yeah, Pete, Pete. Mid- I meant Pete, not Trent. Yeah, Midlands, Millie's commentary. Yeah, yeah Midlands, or why? Yeah, yeah, you could have been training them if you stuck out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or, yeah, I could have. Well, so I could have been. But like, yeah, if I hung around for a few more yeah. years, yeah, they'd be talking about this coach Shadow on their. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's your sort of favourites you're watching these days? That either in like I say, I know you watch AEW as well, like AEW, WWE in British scene. Give me, give me two, two favourites in each one. So WWE, I would go for. Let me think. Um, I'm trying to say CM Punk because he's only really just come back in. It's always, it's always okay to say CM Punk is a favourite. <laughs> it's always okay. <laughs> no, I like uh, Cody's doing well. Cody's doing well. I think. Um, Jay Uso as well as well. I think them too yeah. at the moment mm-hmm. who are who I like sort of seeing and saying. I mean, I could you know the likes of down the last couple of years, lots of Sammy and KO and people like that. Like you know, Finn Balor. I like them not wrestling, but of course I've got to say because that's yeah. a, I like you know I don't, with WWE I like the I guess yeah I like the sort of entertainment. Yeah, I think that sort of like you know the fireworks going off the, the you know the music that you know that sort of uh, that's kind of. Not why I'm watching it, but I like that side of things. I mean, that's just my personal opinion where maybe about AEW, it's more the actual wrestling itself. Not saying, I would say it depends what you consider it is. Yeah, no, no, no. It's sports entertainment. Variety is. Sort of thing, yeah. (laughs) In AEW, Strickland, obviously, is doing very well. Good shout. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) doing very well. I'm not screaming like, Amy, it's not coerced. It's all his own words. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying get entertainment. Roger Strong has been fantastic for me. I find him hilarious. Yeah. I find it holds that what what they did. I don't know what's going to happen now, but what they've done the last how well, how he's been the last few months. Do you know he's fantastic. part of the devil? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's really good because I actually think that's a good because of who they've got in it. I think yeah. that's actually quite a good faction. I think they could do quite well. British scene, I would say love Chuck Mambo. Friend of the uh, pod, Chuck Mambo. Yeah. Um, 
I'd say what who else? Um, Connor Mills. Millsy, yeah. Millsy. Yeah, I would say they were the, probably the, yeah, the, the top all good two. I mean, I like you know, when I've seen him spike as well, just because how much a heel is, how much the crowd hates him. It, like he plays to that crowd as kind of the whole, like, when they sing, like, fuck the toys, yeah. and how he thinks it's <laughs> best news, background, like, kind of who's also in the crowd. I think he gets so much heat in that. He's obviously yeah, very, good at what he's, very good at what he does, sort of thing, yeah. Blobby third one. Yeah, but not blocking up there, yeah. I don't know how he is. Well, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't, uh, after the cabaret show, he wasn't in the Weatherspoons, but we saw his whole wonder. Yeah, I wonder what's going on there. So that's always. Maybe he's straight edge, maybe it's punk. Well, yeah, who knows? It's blobby. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty much covered anything. Anything else uh, you want to add at all? Or um, so you haven't got any social media to plug, as you really. No, yeah, no, (laughs) social media. It's a guy who likes everything, to be honest. I was thinking back to those wrestlers who I actually like. I'll probably just when someone asks you, you think, "Oh, who do who do I actually like?" I probably said the wrong people, just the ones that the top ones what right. actually come to my head. I see. It's like well, yeah, it's just sort of automatic reaction, you know. You, that's, and they're the ones who are on your yeah. on your mind. So yeah, it makes complete. Sense. I mean, for me, I always like that. You know, that sort of when they come back, that sort of initial pop. I still watch like when people, you know, for AEW when Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan came out. That yeah. First time, sort of thing. I said Brian Danielson, but uh, you know, or, or saying uh, WWE when seeing Punk come out. I still watch those those moments, or when Cena came out to the Rumble, or Edge came out. I love that sort of uh, what you call it the is it like Legion of Doom sort of pop. That you know, that, that's sort of the, the big pop, isn't it? I still like that. One, well, I wanted to ask you about All In because we didn't see you All In. You got in, got out. I was alright, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, I, yeah, I did mean to yeah, ask about you. Yeah, no, I had, uh, I had, so I think I had family down. I wasn't sure if I could do the weekends because of a few family commitments. So, I got uh, like a, you know, from working a cheap ticket. And, you know, so, but I had an absolutely amazing time. It was sort of like, yeah, train up from Portsmouth, you know, tube across, watched all the show, and then straight away, as soon as it ended, like my way back down so it's quite weird but in terms of so I was up in the heavens but it was like an amazing time I remember uh you know you know seeing the whole uh MJF Adam Cole that was amazing I liked uh when Paige I know that was probably because it was in UK yeah, yeah I thought just her entrance I thought was quite good she came out to Queen didn't you seen Osprey there as well so obviously from his days but just generally, I mean, that was, I don't know, I know you were saying like, because you were, no, I wasn't actually drinking on her because I was on my own, but I know you guys were drinking saying there wasn't many toilet breaks or breaks. Because I don't know if it's just like, what for, for me, because I was on my own. It was just like, there was no gaps or anything to be like, kind of, oh, who to chat to or maybe go on phone. Because it was just event after event after event after event. So yeah, I had an absolutely amazing time seeing like, seeing Punk, Smile Joe. People like that. It was just, yeah, it was really good. The only thing for me, I was in the top corner, so I didn't see the like the sort of entrances. I could only see them when they first cut, not not the yeah. like the actual screen. So that's probably something maybe for next year if I get to get it going this year. I think I will. Yeah, I I know you're doing a uh, club Wembley. Know the few boys going a family bit. Some go for the expensive things, cheap I'm tempted by doing uh, maybe going on the floor, not that near the front. But somewhere on the floor, because I think <laughs> I'll probably watch it, but also chance my arm of uh, my maybe walking down the ramp. Yeah, wandering <laughs> about. Yeah, I'm not saying I should be doing. I'll probably be telling. But I take it on the ramp. A few, yeah, <laughs> a few drinks in me. I'll be like, when, like you know, when they 
when they come out sort of thing, uh, you know, um, how's that way? I can just like, you know, just run down there, see the entrance and then walk well, back to my seat. When when we went to the Money in the Bank and we had, was well, it on the SmackDown, we got that free upgrade and then we were on the on the floor, but we were like, we were about three rows back. It was ridiculous. But we were on the far end. And when Roman came out, Roe was straight up there. And he was right in the aisle, and no one seemed to care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think you can get away with it if you yeah. if you're nearby. Well, I think as well because <laughs> I'm like near one six foot, I can kind of see quite a bit as well, and sort of I don't mind, you know, walking around, wandering around. I'm not sort of a, a sit down person as well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I was thinking like you know, just thinking who's on the card issue who could be next year. Tony Storm as well. Is sure, there a big fan? Jamie Hayter will be back. Danielson. Oh yeah, Jamie. Yeah, Hayter, they both. Yeah. Both were injured for for the show. Um, yeah, yeah Brian Anderson was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, should be uh yeah, looking forward to that. Obviously, a long way away. A few predictions as well of potentially people. I know it's on the last episode. Someone was saying, was it? <laughs> what's my, who was it saying? McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone yeah. predicted that. Was that Hendo, I think, picking oh, McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, they're like I mean, two safe hands there. Sheamus. Yeah. Really well, but uh, I, I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so I'm very much that fan who's easily entertained and surprised because I don't know what's coming. Best so way to do it. It's like, yeah, when that person comes out, I mean, when AEW first came out, they're all coming from like people who say maybe were in XT or were in. In the line, that was like for me just amazing sort of thing. So hopefully they keep going because obviously there's only so many people you can bring back, but you know. They've got enough there with their current crop, what you know, sort of like lots of Ricky Starks, people like that, who are, again really like just think of wrestlers, <laughs> yeah. actual wrestlers I actually like, sort of thing. It's like having a Birmingham Ross on it, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, and then anything I say, I know you said, yeah, you're looking out for shows going midweek. We've got the progress of running a dome, I think it's the 7th of March. They've announced, I think, like a five, three or four imports in that. I think Masato Tanaka's at it on that show. Ross will kill me because he sent to me earlier. Uh, but, but yeah, so that's coming up at the Dome on the 7th. Was it right at Cabaret's oh, February, Thursday in February, was it? Yeah, because they've changed from Tuesdays yeah. to Thursday. So it's a couple highly, of shows looking highly to highly recommend. Through. Yeah, well, if they're midway, I'll definitely try and go to there. You know, right at Cabaret, last, the few shows I've gone, I would really recommend it. It's uh, in Clapham Junction and... Yeah, I've had a really good time at um, It's very, very entertaining. Nice. Uh, well, probably taken up enough of your time. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. No, pleasure. Yeah, 100, 121st episode. <laughs> I've, I've listened to 120 of so is that, ones before. I'm trying to work out if you got on earlier or later than Jason McAteer on Quickly Kevin. <laughs> it's about the same, I reckon. Yeah, probably, yeah. But uh, yeah, so thanks very much, Sads, for coming on. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to, to his story. And, you know, I'm sure there's things that uh, some of you guys can relate to out there. And if there's not, there's some like new things. It's also, it's always it's always cool to hear everyone's different experience of how they got into wrestling and this stupid passion that we have that we love to, uh, to watch and talk about. Uh, so once again, you can find us at WSB Fun or WSBFUN on X slash Twitter uh, at Wrestling Should Be Fun on all the other channels, Instagram. We've got Dom doing Instagram. We've got Shafi on the Facebook. Oscar doing a TikTok when he gets the time away from his uh, first term at uni. And um, yeah, so it's been great. I mean, I've been JCH. Drink lots of water and a cow after your mates. Let's ditch this bitch, Carmen Petrovich. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun, wrestling should be fun.
Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. 